0: Learn life's winning recipes and start thriving. Join me, Amy Robison, on Thrive Life Radio as we guide you in taking charge of your health. You were born to win. You were born to succeed. You were born to thrive. Good morning, Thrive Life community. Thanks for joining me this Friday morning live from the ACU of Texas Studios here on VinylDraftRadio.com. You can listen every week at 10 a.m. Central on VinylDraftRadio.com. Tune in app, Facebook Live, or just ask Alexa or Google to play Vinyl Draft Radio, and it will pull it up for you. Good morning to all of you listening in on I-45 now. I am very happy to be with you, kicking off the month of March. I cannot believe we are already in the month of March. I don't understand what happened to the first two months, but here we are, so we're going to roll with that. So, since it is March, how are y'all feeling? How is your first two months of the year gone? How are all your resolutions going? Are you still... Leon's giving me some raised eyebrows, so I'm assuming that means that the resolutions are done. You have kicked it off. (laughs) Sorta. Sorta. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting back on track, though. I mean, my goals are still my goals, Uh even if I kind of get off. Hey, that's. And that, for those of you who just caught that, that is exactly what you do because we all have those times where we kind of do something else we come back to our goals or maybe we make new goals because we decided hey this isn't quite what I want to do so I'm gonna just switch it up a little bit and keep going so it's not about beating yourself up if you have fallen off whatever wagon you started for yourself at the beginning of the year it is what do you want to do moving forward and taking charge of that and stepping back in and rolling with it so hopefully you're doing okay so since it is March are you ready to shed winter and get into to spring, yes. <laughs> I have some hands raised around me. People are tired of the quote unquote cold weather that we have here in Texas. <laughs> Which is not really that cold. <laughs> okay, so we did have a few cold snaps this year, but you know technically it's not really that cold. It's like 70 degrees outside today. So we're a bit getting ready to jump into spring, and what you're going to start seeing everywhere is spring cleanses and detoxes. They are going to be all over your Facebook feed. They are going to be in your inbox. They are going to be on TV. They are going to be everywhere. So we're gonna talk a little bit about what detoxes and cleanses are and aren't. I had a couple of really great questions come in yesterday. So thank you all for that because there's a lot of confusion about what detoxing and cleansing is. And is it necessary? Is it not necessary? Is it beneficial? Is it not beneficial? So we're going to kind of dive into some of those ideas today and hopefully give you some information to help you make a decision on what is right for you. Because as those of you who've been following me for a while know, I do not believe in one size fits all. So what works for one person is not necessarily going to work for someone else and actually could cause them more problems than be helpful. So as I was kind of looking into this topic the last Um, week and seeing exactly how many people are using cleanses you know what 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 are some of the metrics so what I found was about 45 million Americans every year go on a diet which is a lot and they will spend upwards of 33 billion dollars on diet products that's a lot of money. <laughs> Thirty-three billion dollars on diet products. So Consumer Reports estimates estimates that we spend about two hundred million dollars on bottled cleanses alone. So two hundred million dollars just on the cleansing products. Um, and the average three-day cleanse is about two hundred bucks. So we want to see, you know, if you're going to spend two hundred dollars, you know, is it really worth your money? What is it doing for you? Is it giving you any benefit? Because I like you to spend your money in places that's going to help you. And it's not necessarily that it's going to hurt you, although there are some, you know, instances where it's going to have the adverse effects and you may end up with a couple of days of um, constant disaster pants. But <laughs> Leon's favorite term. <laughs> so we want to make sure that you don't end up with disaster pants because that is not fun for anybody, not for you and not for the people around you or maybe people that you are working with in a small office with a, you know, combined restrooms. <laughs> We don't want any of that to happen for you. So, when it's so funny cuz whenever I hear someone talk about doing a cleanse, the first thing that pops into my mind is from the movie Lost in Translation. Um I don't know if any of you have seen that with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. So, there's a scene in the movie where um, Anna Ferris, her character, which is hilarious in this movie, by the way, there's a scene in the movie where they're in this bar, and she's like, oh my gosh, you guys have to try this power cleanse. I went on this power cleanse, and it was so amazing. You have to try this power cleanse. And talking about how it changed her life. And so every time I hear or see someone talking about, you know, doing a cleanse or talking about a cleanse, that is the first thing that pops into my mind. So, of course, then it's just funny. So... <laughs> so I want to try to you know bring some clarity to power cleansing and things like that today so you know if it's actually the right thing for you and people do mean really well when they tell you they try something in their diet they try some health product or they're trying some new diet or some new protocol they do if they feel better they do mean well because they want you know they do want to help people feel better especially if their friends aren't feeling well like hey you know I tried this I tried my power cleanse so I want you to do my power cleanse <laughs> so they do really mean well and they want you to feel better but again I don't believe in one size fits all so what works for one person is not necessarily gonna work for another so if they have this amazing success with this cleanse and then you do it and you literally have disaster pants for three days now you feel like you have failed and now you're going to blame yourself and shame yourself and be upset with yourself because this didn't work for you and your friend had these amazing results and you have squat literally squat so 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 let's kind of dive into this a little bit so as I get started, I am going to be providing you know, some information about how the body works. I might talk about supplements. So just a disclaimer, I am not trying to diagnose, treat, or cure anybody, any health condition. This is for educational purposes only. So please do not stop any medications. Please do not go out and buy a bunch of supplements. If you're wanting to make changes or if there's things I talk about that resonate with you, please discuss it with your healthcare practitioner um, before you start on any kind of regimen, any kind of protocol to make sure it is the right thing for you and not going to cause you some more problems down the line. So so let's kind of get started here. So most people start a cleanse because of weight loss. That's the number one reason they're going to go on a cleanse. They want weight loss. They want long-term weight loss. So we're going to talk a little bit about whether or not that actually works. Um, A lot of claims by cleanses and detoxes usually say they will remove toxins. They're going to reset your body. They're going to boost your energy and of course help you lose some weight. Um, You know, so how much, you know, weight do these claims actually carry? So in in regards to removing toxins, there's really kind of two schools of thought. So one is that you absolutely don't need to do anything that supports detoxification because your body does it all by itself. And of course, yes, it does. Um, The other school of thought is that you need to be doing cleanses or detoxes regularly because we're so exposed to toxins that our bodies are not just not working properly. So for me, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle on that. And I'll explain why here in just a few minutes as I kind of get into how the body works through detoxification. So the second one is resetting your digestion. Again, there's kind of two schools of thought here. One is on one extreme that you don't need to reset your digestion unless you have some really severe intestinal condition like Crohn's disease or colitis or something like that. You don't even need to worry about resetting your system because your system is working just fine. Um, you all know how I think about, feel about that. So the other one of resetting your digestion is that you should be doing cleanses or detoxes consistently or regularly Maybe monthly. I know a lot of there's a lot of products that they they recommend doing it monthly because again, your body's really overload and overtoxed. And so you have to constantly be doing a reset in order for body to work properly. Again, remember back to the number of dollars we spend on product, $33 billion a year on weight loss-related products. So that those products are going to fall into that. And I'm not saying they're good or bad because obviously I have not vetted every single product on the market, but just keep in mind it's a product for sale. Okay, we're gonna talk a little bit more about how the body works so you understand if those products are even gonna be beneficial for you in the first place. The other one is the boosting energy. So this could be a couple of different things. Now, one that I think might be you know, in benefit, like if you're doing juicing, something like that, is you're putting a lot of nutrients in your body. And if you're eating kind of standard American diet, which is usually pretty processed, if you're now gonna be putting a bunch of nutrients into your body that you don't usually get from your diet, that can absolutely boost your energy. It could also give you disaster pants because your body's not used to it, but it can boost your energy. So <laughs> the other one that could be boosting your energy is because And a lot of those products, there is a pretty high sugar content. Now, you might be saying, well, but it's all from natural fruits and vegetables, so it's from a natural source, it's from real food. And yes, that is true. The problem is that you don't have the fiber, you don't have the flavonoids, you don't have all of the other things that help slow down the release of that sugar into the bloodstream. You're just getting kind of the pure sugar. And I have seen some juice some like green juice drinks that were just looked phenomenal. I mean, the ingredients were fantastic. Like I would definitely drink this looks so good. There's even a little pulp in there, you know, it looks fantastic, but then I turn it over and it's like 30 to 40 grams of sugar in that one bottle, which is really high. And if you're a person, especially that has blood sugar issues already, whether it's you are diabetic or pre-diabetic or having a lot of blood sugar, sugar swings yes you're getting nutrients but you're also getting a ton of sugar and you don't have the fat fiber and protein to slow down that release into the bloodstream so it can be a little bit intense for you it's just it can be just too much sugar so and the last thing of course is the weight loss which is the number one reason you people will usually pick a cleanse or a detox so with the weight loss side it it could be just that you're reducing the calories that you're taking in you know if you're eating you know three to six meals a day and now you're going to juice a couple times a day obviously right off the bat you're reducing your calories and I'm not a calorie counter those of you that know me or have followed me for a while know I'm not a calorie counter so but if you reduce what you're taking into your body your body is going to lose some weight the problem is you can't sustain juicing so if you're doing that long term which is not good for your body and that's not something I recommend to do for months and months at a time um, you're you you can not sustain that you're gonna have to go back to eating foods. so then what happens when you go back to eating food and if you go back to what you were doing before you're gonna just put the weight right back on and you might even put even more than that so We're going to talk about that a little bit more here as we move forward. Um, So the two main areas we're going to spend some time on this morning are removing toxins and resetting your digestion. I want to kind of talk about those two because once you understand how the body works in its own detoxification, I think that will help you understand if a product is right for you or not. So having just that little bit of knowledge, so you're a little bit more empowered to make the decision as opposed to the commercial making the decision, the friend making the decision, you know, as opposed to working with a practitioner who's talking you through what's going on with your body so you can make that decision I want to give you some tools and some understanding of what's going on in there so you can make that decision for yourself I think it's really important the education side is really important I'm gonna get a little nerdy as we go through a little bit as I talk about what's going on with the liver and what's going on the digestive tract so as I get in there just kind of bear with me I promise I won't get too overly technical I'll try I will break it down for you but just hang with me because I think it's really important that you understand how the body works again because then you can make your own decision about what it is you're trying to do with your body and if those products are going to work for you or not so the basic you know what is detoxification so from the you know the biochemistry the metabolic standpoint detoxification is basically just taking a toxin and um, kind of breaking it down into a toxin that's less toxic and more able to be excreted from the body so that's kind of at the basics so when people talk about detoxification a lot of times they're discussing you know removing a food like doing an elimination diet that's a detox or maybe they're doing a digital detox and they're saying you know stop watching social media every day or stop flipping through your phone or get off the internet That you're doing a digital detox so there's a process of removal when we're talking about detoxification and in the body it's basically just breaking things down into a, a form that can be removed from the the body and I'm going to explain what that means because we're going to be going into the liver because the liver does the majority of that so Thanks for joining me this Friday morning on vinyldraftradio.com or Facebook or tune in or wherever you are listening this morning or if you're listening on the playback later. Hello and good morning. So, we are talking about detoxification and cleanses. So, we kind of did I did a little bit of a breakdown of, you know, kind of what's out there, amount of money being spent on, you know, cleanses, what are the reasons that cleanses are being used. So, I did that in the first section, so I'm not going to do a bunch of rehash here. I'm going to kind of get into the meat of things, and the meat of things for me is talking about how detoxification actually works in the body, because when it comes to doing a cleanse or doing a detox, if those things are being recommended to you, if you kind of understand how the body works, at least to a small degree, and hopefully I don't get too technical and lose you all here, um, but if you understand how the body works and I can kind of empower you with that information, then you can really make a more educated decision on whether or not that is something that you need to do. So the main places that I'm gonna spend the The time is you know as how detoxification works removing toxins from the body as far as cleanses and detoxes and then do you need to reset your digestion because those are two of the main reasons now usually it used to be it was just like health and wellness and that was a reason to do a cleanser to do juicing for a couple days but now there's a lot more claims being made so we need to understand how the body works to know if those claims are legitimate and again, one size does not fit all, so it may not be legitimate for you, and it may work fantastic for somebody else. So we don't want to, you to end up having to run to the bathroom on your three-day cleanse because that is actually not necessarily a good thing. So we're going to get down into the liver first. So whenever I think about the liver, it makes me think of Julia Child for some reason. Save the liver. So we want to save the liver. <laughs> By understanding how it works and how we can support it better, I'm sorry, I'm cracking myself this up this morning. All right, so here I want to go over some signs of what we would consider toxic overload. So when we're when you're working with a practitioner and they're feeling like there's some toxic toxicity going on they might talk about the words toxic load so that's the overall toxic load that's coming from all different directions so I'm going to talk a little bit about what toxins are and where they're coming from and then some signs of toxic overload so I'm going to go through this list of signs I do not want you to diagnose yourself and all of a sudden freak out and think that you are super toxic because these signs can also be related to other things so again we need to know what's going on with your individual body before we jump to a very big mass conclusion. It may not necessarily relate to what's going on for you. So, some of the signs of toxic overload can be chronic respiratory infections or asthma um, having chronic sinus problems as you can see these can be related to different things so it doesn't mean you are toxic um, abnormal body odor although you know I, I don't know about the smell of delicious fajitas that Lou and Gore were talking about if that's a sign of toxic overload so if you smell of delicious fajitas and it's coming out of your pores it doesn't mean you're toxic it may just mean that you lo- really love fajitas so. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to go back and watch the clip. Sorry. <laughs> it was too funny. Um, a coated tongue. So that could be a white coating on the tongue. It could even be a black fuzzy coating on the tongue. I know that sounds really gross. Um, that can be a sign of yeast, but it can be a sign of just toxic overgrowth. So it's literally coming up into the mouth and you're seeing it on the tongue. And the, t- the fuzzy stuff on the tongue is really gross looking. Um, but it's a really good sign you're... <laughs> Liam's giving me this awful look right now. Yes, that does happen. Yes, it does happen. So if I talk to somebody like with uh, like a white film or like a dark, what you said, dark like black? black fuzzy coating, fuzzy yeah. coating, mm-hmm. I could tell them that they have. No, you cannot just tell them that they're toxic. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to diagnose them. <laughs> okay, right, In fact, I probably they probably are aware of it and embarrassed, and I probably wouldn't say anything at all. Oh, but if your friend had. Well, maybe if it was thing. a really good friend of yours and you were like, I'm concerned about your tongue. There's something happening there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, that. so back to signs of toxic overload. <laughs> Thanks, Leon. That was funny. So, um, frequent headaches can be a sign of toxicity, back or joint pain. Arthritis, environmental sensitivities, um, multiple allergies, having issues with memory, brain fog and fatigue, things like that. Even insomnia and depression can be signs of toxic overload. Um, I, we've seen that like in mold situations, if there's um, an excess amount of mold in the body. Um, irritability, chronic fatigue is definitely one of those. Chronic fatigue is a real big problem. Um, brittle nails and hair, um, acne, and sometimes even having you know some weight issues being over or underweight. So... From a basic perspective, is what is a toxin and where does it come from? So there's really kind of two different types of toxins. There's the, um, the toxins that are coming externally, so we call those exogenous toxins. So that could be you know air pollution or products you're putting on your body, things like that. And then there's endogenous toxins. So those are going to be toxins that are internal because we produce waste literally every single day from excess hormones, neurotransmitters, um, uric acid, uh, free radicals, you know the bacteria. In the gut that needs to move out when it's when it's served as purpose all of those are considered internal toxins that have to be processed and then moved out of the body those are natural normal things um, but they can get built up in a way or guilt get built back into the body in a way that makes them become actually more toxic so those are some of the kind of the internal ones then from the external perspective it's a lot so Kind of going back to that, those two schools of thought on, is detoxification necessary? The one that says, you know, we need to be detoxing all the time because our level of exposure is so high compared to what it was just, you know, 150, 200 years ago is correct. Then on the other side where they're saying, well, the body does it all by itself. We don't, you know, like we were talking about, we have internal toxins. So the body obviously is doing all of that by itself. Otherwise we probably would not be here because we wouldn't last very long if those toxins were not being removed from the body. So that is also true. So how do we kind of meld those two together? And they do kind of need to be melded together because people are experiencing and exhibiting Symptoms that say there's a toxic buildup in the body. Um, So some of the external toxins that we're exposed to are our food. So what we're putting in our body. If you're doing really processed food, that's the body doesn't really know what that is, and so it becomes a toxin because the body doesn't know what it is and it doesn't know how to process it properly. Um, Water. If there's a lot of there's a lot of chemicals, prescription drugs. Fluoride can be a problem for a lot of people. Um, Antibiotics in the water. There's a lot of stuff in the water if it's not filtered that can become a toxin in our body if we're not able to filter it out. Um, Noise is actually a toxin. It's very stressful in the body. Think of 200 years ago, the amount of noise you were exposed to. Not much. Today, it's almost nonstop everywhere we go. Building materials. There's something called sick building syndrome because the chemicals in the building materials are making people sick and you're sitting in a building that's maybe not well ventilated so you you can become Again, this is all generalities. This does not mean it's happening to you. Um, Furniture, um, there's a lot of uh, fire retardants and things like that in your furniture, especially new furniture. Cleaning and laundry products, beauty products that you're putting on your face every day, um, mold, of course, is a big one. The so other stuff in the workplace, um, EMFs, so electric magnetic electromagnetic frequencies, um, like Wi-Fi, lighting, traffic, air travel, staying in a hospital, prescription drugs, and on and on. So you can you kind of get the idea that. You know, there's a lot of things that we're exposed to today that we didn't have a couple hundred years ago. So the idea of maybe needing to support the detoxification system better is, I think, valid. And that's kind of where I sit. So if I see someone who's exhibiting some symptoms of some toxicity, a little bit of toxic load, maybe the liver's kind of sluggish, you know, the bowels are sluggish, they're just not able to really move things out that's when I say, okay, well, maybe we need to support the liver and support the systems of detoxification to get those things to start moving out and functioning better. I do not I do not like to do things that are really invasive or very, very aggressive, because I don't wanna force the body to do something that it's not in a state to do. So if someone is really sick, um, and we say, okay, we need to do this power cleanse, we need to do something that's really aggressive, we actually might make them more sick because their body literally is not able to process it as fast as we're trying to push it out. So we wanna start in a much slower method. And I do use product that supports. I do use supplementation that supports. And usually what I tell people is, start on a really low dose, see how your body responds, and how if your body is not responding well, we either need to back it off and see if you're okay, or we need to eliminate it altogether. So our bodies are going to tell us what it needs and what it doesn't need. So if that's not working for you, we need to find another solution to the situation. But I'm more of the idea that supporting the detoxification systems is much more beneficial in the long run than doing something that's really aggressive and trying to force those systems to work. Again, if you can't go to the bathroom every day, you should not be doing any kind of a detox until those bowels are moving. We've gotta get the bowels to move because so what happens if the bowels don't move? Well, now it's now all those toxins that you're trying to force out of the body are going to sit in the colon. And they're going to get reabsorbed into the body with the water that is going to come back in because you're constipated. So that is going to just increase your toxic load internally because we're doing something that's too aggressive. So we like to support and not force. So that's a lot of different places that we're getting getting toxins from today, again, that we were not getting 200 years ago. So there absolutely is validity to the idea of supporting those systems, um, but again, I am not of the the camp of forcing those things to happen, or even necessarily for all people, doing them on a really regular basis. Sometimes doing like a spring cleaning, and then like a fall reset, though, because cyclically, those are great times to do that. But again, how we're doing that, it depends on the person, and depends on what your body needs. So one size does not fit at all. So just a couple of detox basics, you know, the major organs of detoxification are of course the liver, the GI tract, the kidneys, the lung, and the skin, and then some of the minor roots are going to be your hair, your nails, your sweat, and your tears. We're not going through all of that today for obvious reasons. There's absolutely not enough time to cover all that. So we're really just going to focus on the liver because it's such a vital, important part. And if we have time, I'll get into the gut a little bit and also just to kind of let you know how little we know still about how the body works, which is why we don't why I... F- for one, do not like to be super aggressive. Just a couple years ago, I think in 2015, they discovered that the brain has its own detoxification system, it's called the glymphatic system. The glymphatic system is 10 times more active when you are sleeping, so taking out the trash when you are sleeping, that's another reason why sleep is so important. So we don't know everything, so we wanna really have a good conversation and give you some empowerment and education on how your body works so that you can make a good decision. So glad to be with you today. We have been talking about cleanses and detox so that's a big topic right now as we are about to head into spring because you are going to start seeing cleanses pop up all over the place. All over the place. Do my power cleanse. Take this cleanse. This cleanse is amazing. This cleanse will change your life. And for some of you that might be the case. You may have done something like that and it was Fabulous for you and you felt good on it and it really changed things for the better but some of you may have done them and felt really terrible or even got really sick so we need to be really cautious about making those decisions and that's part of the reason I wanted to do the show today and kind of talk about what detoxification is and kind of how things work in the body at least you know from a basic perspective I won't get too far into the weeds with you but I wanted to give you some information because that way when you're looking at a product or if someone tells you about something that they really loved you can kind of take a look at it and say okay is this something that might benefit me or is it something I maybe need to do something else I maybe want to just you know drink some drink make your own juices at home and drink those along with just a really healthy diet because part of the problem of what I see when people are doing a cleanse is they do it and they might actually feel better you know they might feel a little bit lighter because they're not eating so much heavy food but then when they get off of it they kind of go back to what they were doing before so you're not getting a whole lot of benefit out of that because we want to see a whole lifestyle change and maybe using that as a springboard into some, into just a healthier options for you moving forward that's when you really start to see the benefit of it so I'm going to be talking to you now a little bit about the liver so I, w- I won't do my Julia Child impression again because it wasn't really very good so <laughs> the liver is one of our main organs of detoxification it's really vital it does so many functions, over 300 functions. It is working constantly. It's kind of like the workhorse of the body. It's so incredibly important. So when we have a liver that's not healthy, we don't really get the nutrients it needs to take out the trash, which is part of its job is to take out the trash. So the liver receives most of the venous blood um, from the lower body, kidney, spleen, GI, approximately about 1500 milliliters of blood flow through the liver every minute. So it it is a workhorse. It's getting things in and moving stuff out about as fast as it possibly can. Um the bulk of the, of toxic substances are, de- are um, detoxed by the liver. Um removes chemicals in the blood and excretes them through the bile. Um, Over 300 chemicals can induce increased enzyme activity in the liver um, and chemicals can actually inhibit the function of some of those enzymes which are really really important for detoxification to happen. So and when I'm talking about chemicals that inhibit that that's going to be things that the body doesn't recognize it doesn't know what it is. I mean we have over 70,000 chemicals in the marketplace at this time that are being used in a wide variety of places. So 70,000 and chemicals that were not here 200 years ago so the body does not know what to do with them and it's doing its best and our bodies are amazing and resilient I, I mean it, it astonishes me the amount of exposure that we have that the that our bodies are doing as well as they are but we are seeing deterioration and we're seeing that chronic long-term deterioration and part of that is that we are just assaulting our liver on a daily basis and it's just getting a little bit bogged down and overwhelmed so an analogy I really like to kind of explain how detoxification in the liver works is uh, kind of uh, looking at it like cleaning your laundry. So the stage one, there's there's two phases of liver detox, well technically three, but we're going to stick with phase one and phase two. So there's phase one and there's phase two, and I'm going to explain what those are as we move forward here. So filtration would be kind of like the first stage. So you can think of that as a baseline of nutrients allow the liver the ability to filter the blood, so it's identifying good stuff that we need and we may need to store, or we need to send back out into the body to do its job. So nutrients and things like that, and then it's um, you know finding the bad things, so the toxins and the harmful substances that it says it's flagging those and saying, okay, well we need to we want to excrete those from the body, we want to start moving those out. Those are not needed. Um, so this is kind of similar to finding stains in your laundry. So same thing, you're looking through, you're filtering through the laundry, you're finding something with a stain that needs a little bit of different attention than the rest of the clothes, which can just go ahead and go right into the laundry. So phase one detox, The next, the body uses enzymes and nutrients to transform the bad guys um, into something that's less bad so that it can begin to move out of the body. So the goal of this phase is to kind of neutralize the toxins um, and make it into a water-soluble compound so that it can be excreted from the body. Um, So at this halfway point, some of those toxins that are going through that first phase, when they finish that first phase, they are actually more toxic than they were when they came in as they go through that transformation to be excreted out of the body through phase two. So we're thinking so you can kind of see if we get some problems down into that phase two, we might run into some situations where we have more toxic things now going into the body, which can definitely be a problem. So you can kind of think of phase one as your kind of your pre-wash cycle so it's your pre-wash cycle in the laundry so when we go into phase two detoxification it's kind of acting upon those phase one um, items that went from you know kind of less toxic sometimes to more toxic and sometimes not and there are things too that don't need to go through the phase the phase two they go through the phase one and they're done and they can go out so The phase two is um, really kind of driven by amino acids. So amino acids are proteins. So if you kind of think of what a juice cleanse is, if we're doing a juice cleanse, is there any protein in that? No there's no not usually any protein unless you're adding some collagen or something in after the fact which would be awesome I would love it if you did that so do your juice cleanse but add some add some collagen powder in there because then you're getting your protein and those protein is going to break down into the amino acids which is going to help drive that phase two detoxification that is very very critical because again if something goes through that phase one and it becomes more toxic so kind of like a small stain turning into a really big stain um, you know doing your laundry well that's definitely a problem we you know we don't want that to happen we want it to be able to move out so that phase two is really really critical that we have protein in the diet and that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to get it by eating a bunch of steak there's lots of places that protein comes from so if you're a vegan or vegetarian I'm not telling you you now need to eat steak but I am telling you the the protein is really really critical for the detoxification process to work in the body so if you're doing juicing adding some kind of protein along with it is going to support that system more than just doing a juice cleanse all by itself Um, Um, So, Phase two is kind of the main wash cycle now. That's removing the dirt and the debris, and now your clothes are going to be clean. So we're moving all of that out. The good stuff is going where it needs to go, and the bad stuff is going out of the body. And then the fourth stage is going to be elimination. So lastly, the toxins are eliminated out of the digestive tract um, b- by the bile, or um, by the bile, or by the kidneys and the urine. And so it's kind of like the drain in the spin cycle. So everything's kind of moving out, and everything's you know it's coming out the way it's supposed to, which is clean and you know not full of any cruddy stuff anymore. So that's kind of a really good way to look at it as far as, you know, doing your laundry. So hopefully I didn't get too heady there with you and you understood what I was talking about trying to break it down a bit. But those phase 1 and phase 2 are really important and those those two different phases actually need a lot of nutrients. They need a lot of nutrients to be supported and to work properly. So again, we want to really support the liver. So again, when I'm thinking of doing this, a quote unquote detox for somebody, I'm more looking at what is what is imbalanced in the body, what things are not functioning properly and what do we need to support with specific nutrients and that can come from food or it can come from supplementation, I use both. And so what does the body need so that those things are working more properly and coming back into balance and doing what they need to do. So you can, you can imagine, imagine how if the liver's not detoxifying properly, if those phase one, phase two aren't working properly, how the rest of the body, you you really might not feel well. You know, that stuff is technically possibly going back into the body and you're just not going to feel real great. And again, it could be something subtle, like having just a little bit more fatigue, or maybe you're not sleeping as well, or your bowels are a little bit off. It could be something that's kind of subtle. It doesn't mean that you're going to turn green or, you know, you're going to start losing your hair or something like that. It doesn't necessarily, Really need to be that extreme it can be very subtle and that's kind of how it creeps up i think i was talking the other day to a friend about, you know, having, you know, some hormone imbalance and how it kind of creeps up on you. It doesn't just happen overnight. It's kind of like a frog being boiled in water, you know, and you slowly kind of heat that up and it doesn't really notice what's happening. Well, the same thing kind of happens in the body. And so we want to pay attention to those subtle symptoms as well as the overt symptoms. Because if we pay attention to the subtle symptoms, we can usually head something off before it turns into something major. And that's what we want. So make sure you're tuning in with your body. I talk about this all the time. Tune in with your body and recognize what's going on so a little bit more into the way the liver works and this is going to get a little bit more in depth but I'll try not to go too far in so with phase one again that's kind of the beginning phase you know after the filtration um, we uses an enzyme called P450 and it changes fat soluble um, toxins into the water soluble that just helps them to be moved out so it's kind of our first line of defense um, for detoxification of any kind of foreign chemical, something that the body just it doesn't know what it is and it needs to go ahead and make a transformation there to move it out again some chemicals and again 70,000 chemicals that are in the marketplace right now um, some of those chemicals can actually deactivate or blow block that enzyme so then things aren't going to work properly that's why it's always a good idea at some point in your health journey to evaluate the chemicals that you're using whether it's products you're putting on your body beauty products deodorants body washes things like that at some point in the health journey I always recommend starting to look at those and making some necessary changes because that also is going to just help your liver work better and make it really happy and we want the liver to be happy which I think Jason said yes take care of your liver it's trying to take care of you Jason thank you yes that is is absolutely the case we want to take care of our liver love the liver so <laughs> I told you I wasn't going to do it again. And I just couldn't resist myself. So, so phase two combines with the toxin chemical group to make them water soluble. So now we're going to get those suckers out of here. Um, and imbalances are associated with increased symptoms of nervous immune and endocrine, which is your immune system toxicity. Um, a good marker of like a phase one, not working well. And again, please do not diagnose yourself with this. So a good, a marker that can be used by a practitioner is your caffeine metabolism. So if you get really, really jittery after a cup of coffee or a couple sips of coffee or something with a lot of caffeine that can be A signal possibly that phase one is not really working really well into that phase two so again please don't diagnose yourself thanks for hanging out with me as we talk about detoxification cleansing and how your liver works hopefully I've not gotten too far into the weeds with you on how the liver functions but I think it's an important thing to at least have kind of a baseline of how that works so when you're thinking about doing something or bringing a product in for detoxification or cleansing that you understand what's going on in your own body so you know if that's going to be relevant for you or not. So... We've kind of gone back, if you're just joining us right now, we've kind of gone through you know, what cleansing is and what are the claims made and how much we're even spending, which is about $200 million a year on bottled cleanses alone in the United States, which is a lot of money. So there's a lot of money to be made. Um, so we want to make sure that you're spending your money in the right place and on things that are going to be the most beneficial for you. You know, the detox and cleanse, they are buzzwords. We were just talking about this on the break, um, especially over the last you know, five years, it's a really big buzzword to detox your body or to cleanse your body so if you understand kind of how the body works you can decide do I really need to do that Um, for as I was kind of saying in the last segment my kind of the way that I work with clients is more in support of the detoxification systems as opposed to kind of forcing those systems to work in the way that we think that they want that we want them to work so if someone's not feeling well um you know we say well we want to you know we got to get this stuff working so we need to get the liver moving we need to get this done and we this needs to work better and that is all true but depending on where somebody's health is if you do something too aggressive and too radical you can make them really sick so if their bowels you know if their bowels aren't moving that's the number one thing I've never put somebody start somebody into you know a a little bit more substantial support if the bowels are not moving so if you are going to the bathroom a couple times a week is not the time to do a detox or a cleanse you want and I I know some people say well that's going to make the bowels move better in some situations yes that is that is true but in other situations it's not and so that person can actually become more sick because the bowels are not moving regularly so we want to bring some things in to get the bowels to move and again Again, it's very individual. We have to see what's going on in that person's diet, how much water they're drinking, what kind of stress they're under. Stress plays a huge role in constipation. What's going on in the nervous system? You know, are they eating fiber? You know, uh, I know we talked about the ketogenic diet a couple months ago, and for some people, they get more constipated because there's just no fiber in the diet. So if there's no fiber in the diet, you you can get a little bit backed up, and that's not what we want for clearing things out. Other people on ketogenic diet do perfectly fine with it. So that again, not saying don't do it or do it. It's just what I have seen in my own practice. So what we were talking about in the pri- in the prior segment is how the liver works. So phase one and phase two detoxification. So if you missed that, you definitely want to go back and listen to it so you can kind of understand what those things are Um, because I don't have time to rehash it. I'm on to the last segment and I'm not even halfway through all my slides, (laughs) which is the way it always works. So kind of what I want to talk about now is when it comes to the phase one and the phase two detoxification. Those are the two phases that the liver goes through when it's um, removing toxins from the body, removing excess waste from the body. So toxins, again, can be internal, like excess hormones, excess neurotransmitters, cellular waste, because um, that happens on a daily basis all the time. Or it can be external, so foods that we're bringing in the body, chemicals we're exposed to. You know, we live in Houston, so you walk outside and breathe the air, and we have a lot of pollution. So those are all kind of assaults on the body that the body needs to deal with. So the better we can support those systems, again, it can be through food or supplementation. Um, the better off we're going to be in the long run so when we're talking about phase one and phase two, I'm not gonna go into the detoxification pathways because I will totally lose you guys. So we're not going to talk about all of these wonderful words like sulfation and glutathione conjugation, we're not gonna talk about that. So, because <laughs> you guys will, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna lose y'all. So instead, I'm gonna talk about the nutrients that are needed to support those two phases of detoxification because I think that's a little bit more relevant and um, something that you can go ahead and start thinking about for your own diet and what is what is or is not in the diet to support that. So for the phase one detoxification, um, the things that are needed, number one, B vitamins. So a B2, B3, B6, and B12. So a great thing you can do if you don't feel like you're getting those from your food is get a good B complex. A B complex is fantastic. Um, I do recommend um, looking at it that it has methylated um, B12. Uh, that's just going to help with the methylation process, which is another detoxification process that I'm not going to go into, but is a really big buzzword actually in the functional and integrative community right now. There's a lot of work being done with methylation. Um, so B-complex is fabulous. Um, you can of course get B vitamins from um, from red meat, from some from chicken, some from your eggs, um, some from your greens. So there's a lot of different ways to get your, your B vitamins, some from whole grains. Um, but B-complex vitamin, B complex if you're not getting it from your diet is fantastic. Um, glutathione. Glutathione is one of your master antioxidants in the body. You actually do produce this yourself. You don't really necessarily need to be supplementing for this unless you are really having some issues with your immune system and things like that. Um, so it's an amazing antioxidant. Um, I can't even go into all the things that it does because we just absolutely don't have time. So um, sometimes there is a reason to supplement with glutathione so you wanna look for for like a sublingual or sometimes a liposomal just taking glutathione by itself it just um the molecules are too big so it just doesn't pass into the system it won't get into the bloodstream um so we want to make sure that it's a sublingual or a liposomal form and that is usually something you need to get from a practitioner I don't recommend going and buying that on Amazon um so find a practitioner if you feel like if and if the practitioner feels like that's something you need then that's something that you can look at and the other thing is flavonoids so flavonoids are an amazing substance that you're going to find in your fruits and vegetables. So again, you don't necessarily need to supplement. Get a wide range of fruits and vegetables. Eat the rainbow. And again, you don't need to eat the full rainbow every day, but eat the rainbow every week. <laughs> so bring in your orange foods. Bring in your deep berry colored foods. You know, your deep purples and your deep reds, your deep greens. Bring in all of those foods on a weekly basis so you're giving yourself a wide range of those wonderful nutrients that are antioxidants. They have very supportive Of what's going on in the body again, reducing oxidation, which is like that rusting in the body. So it's very supportive of the um, phase one um, detoxification. So in phase two, some of the things we need are magnesium. Magnesium is used in all different, pro- so many different processes in the body, it's absolutely unbelievable. Magnesium is really important and a lot of people are very low in magnesium. So that can be a place where we can use some supplementation. Um, I would, I usually recommend like the glycinate, magnesium glycinate because it doesn't cause you to have diarrhea. So some of the other ones can produce that effect for you. So if you're kind of prone to that with magnesium, that's something that you can look for, but again, also also, just get it from your diet. You know, eat lots of great greens. Eat some healthy grass-fed, pastured meats. You know, eat some avocados. Just wherever you want to get it from, it's fantastic stuff. Glutathione again is another one. Your B vitamins again is another one. And vitamin C. I love vitamin C. I think vitamin C is absolutely and just an amazing nutrient, it, it doesn't really get it's due. So, and vitamin C, um, can, again, you can get that from lots of fruits and vegetables. Red bell peppers are actually higher in vitamin C, even citrus fruits. So red bell peppers are is a fantastic way. Even things like rutabagas have vitamin C in them. So there's lots of places to get it from. And then of course, if you need um, a little extra support, if you're having some adrenal dysfunction and a lot of chronic fatigue issues, um, supplementing with vitamin C can also be really, really fantastic. Again, Again, don't just go get anything from the store because you need to kind of look and see what the ingredients are. Um, So it's best to work with a practitioner that can get you a high quality form of vitamin C. But vitamin C is extremely protective and absolutely awesome. But you need to be a little careful on how much you take in if you are going to supplement because you will get disaster pants. So we kind of call it like the vitamin C challenge. So you kind of dose up during the day to see how much you need. And as soon as you hit the the diarrhea point, then you can back off. You can back off and you kind of know what your tolerance level is. So we do actually do challenges like that when we're determining how much vitamin C somebody needs. So we're kind of taking you to diary. I know, Leon, I know. We're taking you to that point and then we're going to back you back off. But that kind of can give you a kind of a baseline. And again, please just don't go out and buy a bunch of this stuff. You know, work with someone who can tell you, yes, you need this or no, you don't need this. Um... So And then, of course, your um, amino acids, glutamine, is one of my absolute favorites because it's also really excellent for the lining of the intestinal tract. It's like food for um, the lining of the intestines, which is where your absorption hapsin, happens. So we're not going to get to talk about the gut today because it took me really way too long to talk about the liver. So, <laughs> but the gut is also really a critical component of detoxification because I'm talking about all of these nutrients. And if your digestive tract, if there's problems there and you're not absorbing these nutrients, then guess what? it's not supporting the liver so we want to make sure absorption is happening in the intestinal lining is really really healthy so maybe we'll talk about that on the next Q&A talk about what's going on in the GI tract so we can make sure these nutrients get into the body and to the liver to support it to make sure that it's working as best as possible so those are just some of the nutrients that you can um, begin to think about and bring in from the food first if possible um, to support the liver and get it to work better so I can't believe it, but we are down to the last 30 seconds, so I am hoping that I gave you all some good information and provided you with some education on how things are working in your body when it comes to the liver and detoxification. So when these cleanses start popping up, as you look at them, please look at the ingredients and kind of know what it is, but as you look at them, you can make a real educated decision. So I want to empower you to make that decision as opposed to the marketing making that decision for you. The more you know about your body, the better you can take care of it because no one is going to care about your body as much as you do. So I want to make sure that you have the tools and the resources to do what you need to do. Thanks for joining me. I will see you all next week. Have an awesome weekend. Thank you for listening to Thrive Live Radio here on Vinyl Draft Radio. My name is Amy Robison, owner of My Life Delicious Nutrition Consulting Company. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can reach out to me on my website at www.mylifedelicious.com or give me a shout at 832-875-2358. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.